Hey guys, you're welcome to another episode of Behind Behind Close Mind podcast, and you know, I'm so excited to be here today. And what's making me actually really more excited is the fact that I have somebody very important, you know, very special here with me. But before I introduce him, you know, I would want to admonish you guys that have not listened to the previous episode, you know, hosted by Daniel. You know, like you guys should go and listen to it, you know, because like he actually talked about some very important, you know, things that actually we see in our society today, you know, about body at school, you know, and everything that you know, goes wrong there. Of course, you know, I grew up in the boarding school too and I understand everything you talked about in that episode. So you guys just go check it out and, you know, just support us by checking it out and listening to it. And of course, like and share, you know, refer a lot of your friends to listen to it too. You know, God bless you guys. So yeah, um, you know, you guys are welcome to today's episode. And of course, like we used, like I used to say, we'll just keep it really short and simple, nothing serious, you know just conversation and vibe so yeah i have my friend here he would come up now timmy yeah you have the floor bro hi guys uh my name is timmy i go by timmy uh i'm a student at george brown college in toronto canada um i make music i do paintings i try to be very creative with what i do i enjoy writing music i enjoy recording music i enjoy everything about music so yeah i'm just just wild and open to like doing new things and Tommy Wise is a great great guy and you guys should also listen to their first two episodes they are really really amazing yeah my guy so like so you do basically hard because like I know you to be a science student yeah that's the thing I didn't even know that I had all this (laughs) all this artistic element in my 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 body until I just started he first started with music and then he just went to like paintings and then he went to like trying to do other things too for yeah that's that's interesting because like you know in school you were this ajabota boy that you were this ajabota boy that, of course you know the only thing that actually brought us together was manchester united obviously oh, bro Anytime. we would die, we would die for manchester united manchester <laughs> united we would die there <laughs> no no cap facts facts bro so like you know talking about music you know um, I just want to ask you a few questions, and so we'll be able to talk about, you know, music generally. Yeah. So, like, you know, at some point, I think you were still in Nige then, you know, I think you were in 100 level or 200 level. That was when you kind of, like, released your first track. Yeah. Although, I, I remember you rapping in school back then, because you used to rap very well. When, especially when you just came in SS1, you were, well, it's giving you beats, like, you freestyle and all those kind of things. And at some point, I saw you dancing. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, true. at some point I saw you dancing. So like how how did this music thing happen? So basically, yeah. Um this music thing has has been since when I was like ten. But I just used to like do freestyles. Yeah. When I when I went to boarding house in GS one, then I used to go to Methodist Boys. We used to have like social night and stuff, right? So I used to do like small freestyles and things like that. That's when it started. But I didn't really take it serious until like um university time when i had this one friend that was also like into music and he would always just tell me to like let's go to the studio at least even if you're not that confident with your sound just let's go do something and then i did a song then and then when i moved to canada i kind of like dabbled in music a little bit but it wasn't yeah yeah that's 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 interesting to know because like Obviously, everybody knew Timmy. Of course, I knew you to be a rapper. And of course, you know, 
all of a sudden you 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 released was it Jackie Mo? Did you release Jackie Mo in Nigeria? Uh no no no. I released Jackie Mo when I came here, twenty eighteen. Yeah, but you released you released the single. I released in uh, yeah. Huh? Follow you. That's the first song follow I released. Yeah. yeah, follow you. That's the first one I did. Uh, that song was that song was it was what it is, bro. That song. <laughs> so like, okay, what motivated you? Because like, I knew you to always be, you know, to be a rapper. You know? Yeah. I mean, so what motivated I mean, the singing part? Like, how did you come about singing? The singing part is my friend. When I, so I had this friend, um, God rest his soul, Dami. Is oh. he's part is late now. He he's a rapper, right? So we used to like do freestyles together, just freestyle, and then I just started singing, like, because he raps, right? Mm. So I'll just sing to his rap and stuff like that. And then it was like maybe I should try singing more. And then we went to the studio, we tried to do a song, it was good. And then I just kept trying to sing and try to sing and try to sing. But I'm still kind of like mixing both of them together now. Like singing and rapping and just, you know, trying to find what works perfectly. But, Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, man. So like how, how have, you know, how has the reception, how has the reception been, you know? Because like, obviously we understand that in Nigeria, you know, you know, we, we get to enjoy most of the times musicians actually infuse trends into their songs so that of course would enjoy the music. And sure. it's not the same there, you know. How sure. how has it been trying to convince people about um, your sound? You no, know, it's one thing for you to be the David or whiskey, then they know that anything they bring out, they just buy to it. True. But how how have you been able to communicate your music to people around them? You know. Uh, um basically it's it's not been easy because like even press that, that like this one this thing that you're asking yet for me yeah. it's kind of like personal because um i've not really been releasing a lot of music i've just been working on like a old project right now mm. so i've not really put a lot of music out there to like understand how people would accept Afrobeats yet mm. but mm. based on what i've seen from other afro artists that i've met in canada they just do they just do it like they just make the song put their soul into it like do what they want to do and then release it the thing is when you release it music is kind of like a universal language right people that yeah. would like it would like it people that yeah. would not like it would not like it even people that are, yeah like they like afro music a lot literally like a lot so if you ju- your song just has to be you just have to you know make it good and then you'll be able to breach that that barrier that is between Afro song and other type of music, you know. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so like you mentioned something that's actually really dear to me. You know, you mentioned Afro beats. You know, because yeah. Afro beats is something that you know, like I've always longed for to like understand the in depth. You know, and a lot of people don't really understand the concept of Afro beats and how it initially how it initially started at Afro beats, and it moved to the Afro beats with the S. Do you understand yeah. my point? Because like yeah. it, the whole of Fela singing with raw African instruments, you know, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the era of David Bonaboy when they use digital whatever to produce their music, but kind of like actually infuse the Afro beats kind of thing to it that makes sure. Afro beats. You know, so and I have I have like a belief that you know Afro beats is simply about I say it a lot, I don't know if you've seen it before. That Afrobeat is really about, like, you know, communicating a message, how to, like, you know, pass across your message, you know, because, like, Fela, Fela was singing way 
fell. I was singing way before he got into the limelight. He sang about women, you know, he sang a lot of things. But the moment Fela started singing about, you know, when the moment he started speaking truth to about power, the government, like, you get yeah. my point. Like, yeah, yeah, speaking truth to power, you know, like that was when Afrobeats went, you know, like it blew up, it's up, like everybody heard about Afrobeats, understood it, back then, yeah, you know, and of course, today, too, you know, like the most successful Afrobeats star right now is Burner Boy, obviously. He sure. made an album and the whole album had the, the, the album had the Grammy or got the Grammy. Out, no doubt. So, like, what do you think about Afrobeat? Because, like, I just see it as, you know, you understanding your audience and it actually links to the point that you were talking about at that time that music is a universal language. People get to connect to it when they want to connect to it and, you know, it, yeah. it takes off from there. So, like, what do you think? What's your, what's your take about Afrobeat and, you know, and where do you think it's heading towards? You see, the thing is, basically, yeah, Afrobeat is 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 a beautiful thing. Like, is it, it has to have message. It has to have meaning. It has to be reasonable. Even if even if even if it's just party song, you have to feel mm. good when you listen to it. You have to dance. Either makes you dance or it just makes you remember like a specific moment about like, oh, this is when I heard this song and it made me feel this certain type of thing and all this type of stuff, right? So I yeah. think Afrobeat is also going to keep rev- revolutionizing as it is mm. now. Because from songs that they release now, songs that we hear now, songs that people are dropping, like the likes of Rema and Fireboy and all these other people, they are bringing in new ways that we can listen to music and still feel comfortable with it. New ways where new ways that when they when people that are not Africans listen to the song, they don't have to stress too much to understand what's going on. They don't have to like not on not get the story because they are not Africans to understand that okay, this is the music. Because when you listen to like an American rap song. You don't have to be American to understand the story. When you yeah. listen to like a British drill song, you don't have to be British to understand the story. So the the thing the way I see Afrobeat going to is Afrobeat is going to get to the get to a point where people will start making songs where that don't need to be pushed too much before it gets to where it's meant to be. Because the likes of Whiskey and Davido and Rema and all these people, they've kind of breached that that gap between Afrobeat and other type of secular music. They've kind of brought everything kind of close together. So Afrobeat is kind of like almost on the same level as rap music and drill music and all this other music around the world. So I think Afrobeat is heading in a very, very great and like beautiful direction. And I'm very, very excited that, excited and also like proud that I'm, I can make, I can make Afro music, you know? That's, that's just something that I like. Oh, absolutely. 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 You know, yeah. so um um and there's this there's actually one beat that's been, you know, there's there's this genre that's been, you know, taking over Africa this past few months. Yeah. You know, they call it Amapiano. Amapiano. What do you think about Amapiano? Oh, I think it's very beautiful. See, I've not yet cracked that beat. I've not yet been able to make a song on those type of beats because of my style, but I know that by the time I can, holy shit, it's gonna be amazing. But I love, I love, I love those beats. Like they make you dance, they make you feel a certain type of way when you listen to yeah. them. It's just different, you know. Like, and it's beautiful. And that's also one thing with Afro beats. It's always a type of beat. It's always a type of sound at the particular moment. That's why Afro beat is always going to keep evolving. Because yeah. rap, you can't, you can't make any more. Like rap is just only a certain type of eight to eight, certain type of sense, certain type of tempo. But Afro yeah. beat can be, can literally be anything. 
It yeah. can be flutes, it can be sax, it can be piano, it can be keyboard, yeah. it can be literally anything. Yeah. So that's why Afrobeat is just going to keep growing. It's just going to keep growing because more people are going to keep finding ways to like bring out new sounds. More people are always going to keep finding it. So that's why I think Afrobeat and Amar Piano and everything is just like on the rise right now. So when I think about you and your music, eh, what comes to my mind is alternative music. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think about I, I think about the likes of Thames. You know, although right now she's she's actually mainstream, but you know, I think yeah. about the like of likes of twenty eighteen Thames, you know, Ladipo, BOG, Ajebota twenty two, you know, you know, you know I, this guy. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to say like those guys, yeah. Those guys are like yeah. my they are like inspiration. They are just like my muse. If I just listen to them like this, I just get like some type of different feeling that when I go make my own music, it just help my creativity try to be very different. Like like when I when I started making music, right? I, I used to listen to like Lady Donnelly and like yeah. Mr. Easy. I listen yeah. to like those especially those two people. I just listen to them a lot because those two people I love them like crazy. So I just listen to them a lot and just look up to those guys. And that's why I think my own style too is kind of like alternative. Yeah. I just hopefully April and we can just I, get I actually, the out. I actually I actually really just said alternative because that's why I felt like and I wanted I, it was just like a leading question to know what exactly or like what exact sound you, you kind of like put out yeah. well, or just confirmed it too that it's like afrobeat and um alternative so like alternative yeah, yeah. Alter- very, very my 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 sound is very alternative i try to i try to do like rap i try to do singing and i try to do like typical afro music like afro music like whiskey afro type of music i try yeah. to do those i try to do alternative songs like or don't see the engine and and um, all these are you all these uh, all these guys type of music. I try to do those ones too, and I also try to do like like rap, like psycho YP type of rap. Yeah, yeah. one type of rap. I my blog is dropping April. It's going. To, it's full. It, like it has ten songs, and they are beautiful, beautiful songs. Like it took me like almost a year to finish writing and recording all those songs. So they are just. I'm excited for it. I'm so excited. I was gonna, I was gonna ask about your project because, like, I saw your Instagram post this evening about you know you talking about April, you know yeah. something something. So like, just elaborate. What's 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 coming up? Um. So mm-hmm. I've been I've been working on a project uh, throughout last year. Uh, the title of the project is Blonde Segment Volume One. Is it like uh, a it's EP a project or like a, <clears throat> um like? So let me let me give you the gist. Yeah. So initially, this project to. Yeah, exclusive gist. Initially, yeah, <laughs> this project yeah. was meant to be a four-song project, oh, right? Wow. So yeah. I recorded... This is even the way it started. I recorded one song, and I was like, maybe I should do maybe like two, three more songs and make it an EP, right? So I did those three songs again. And then I just felt like, I mean, since you're already in the spirit of writing and in the spirit of recording, why not just keep going and just see where it takes you? And I end oh. up recording like 17 or 16 songs, right? Oh. And then... Put all the we listen to all the songs, cut, remove, and everything. I came up with ten songs that makes a perfect story of my blonde segment and that represents me as an artist and represents everything that I try to create, which I think is very, very beautiful. I just ex- I just pray that everybody is alive till April to experience this beautiful masterpiece that put together. Of course, definitely, of course. You know, like I'll, I'll just say something. Yeah, yeah. You know, like one thing i would always advocate for is you know getting a team you know like yeah 
because like the the if the the father you want to go determine you know be determined by you know the kind of team you have yeah you know? so like you really have to you know work on getting a team that would actually really put things okay. together and you know put things in place yeah and well, you know you you never can tell how how big you know the project to become true true yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm working. I'm gathering my team now. My my brother is my manager, so yeah, that's one. And we're just like basically just working right now. We're just doing the tiny tiny bit of all the EP, getting all the the creative content together and like putting everything as one. But once everything is done, we're going to probably move on to the next stage of finding promotion and all this other stuff. But yeah, we're putting we're putting a team together that would try to help us get the music out there yeah interesting interesting so like i didn't want this to be i didn't want to be i didn't want this thing to be like an you know like a question and answer kind of thing true, i wanted true. it to be like some you know good good. Talk and, so like we'll digress from music a bit you know we'll come back no it's what you live for you know yeah. so um Basically, I want I want us to talk about politics in Nigeria. I don't know if you really you know follow politics in Nigeria. But, I mean, you know, I follow I follow a little bit, a little bit. But I I think I know some some things. Okay, yeah. so like okay, there's this there's this thing that's been bothering me. You know, like <clears throat> there, I see this lady Khadija or something. You know, she wants to she's she's actually coming out. You know, she she made a mandate known. You know that she wants to you know run for the election you know, for the position of president of the country, you know, and of course, everybody was excited because, like, you know, a normal person would be excited that at least the lady is, like, really, you know, she's really strong, you know, she's she's really, really mm-hmm. bold enough to say she wants to become president of the country, you know, and what comes to my own mind is, oh, yeah, you want to become president of the country, but what have you done, you know, at, you know, at your local government or your village or whatever, do they even know you there? You know, sure. like, that's the question, because, like, that's the problem we have, you know. Like, everybody thinks politics is just you aspiring to become president or to become senator or to become, you know, or politics in Nigeria is some sort of you having to, you know, starting up a foundation because you want to see the world become a better place. And, okay, you feel like, oh, yeah, I can now, you know, run for office once I start up a foundation and people see that, you know, I've started helping them and all those kind of things, you know. Sure. So, like, what, what came to my mind was, you know, does this girl even, does she even know anybody at her own local government? Like, has she, has she done anything? You know, like, I'm not trying to say that, oh, she could have started not from... not good enough, yeah. You know, like, I'm not trying to say that she could have started from being a counsellor or, you know, started from being some ward, you know, executive or something. I'm just trying to say that she could have actually... What, what has she done? Like, does she attend community meetings in her village? Because, like, you know, like, Buhari himself... <laughs> He ran three times for office, yeah? You know, I think he ran in yeah. 2003, he ran in 2007, he ran in 2011 or something. Yeah, before yeah, yeah, 2015, yeah. yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and all those years, he was making, he, was, he had millions of votes. It wasn't like he had just 10 votes, 11 votes. He had millions of votes. Most of them in the North, they were for him. You get, like, they, sure. they, they were riding for him. You know, even Tinubu that wants to become president right now, you know, in legal, he has legal state unlocked. Honestly, we might just be deceiving ourselves. Yeah, say, might just be like arguing, boys. Tinubu that's going to win Lagos, obviously. You, you get my point. Like, <laughs> yeah. obviously, Tinubu owns Lagos. You know, so like, you cannot say you want to come out for pre- You know, like, and I think that's one of the reasons why you know Fela Drotoe 
missed it last time, you know, yeah. like, because, like, if well, you're like, you know, oh, yeah, he has the name and stuff, you know, like, then sure. you should be able to come out and, you know, do, you know, just declare his ambitions and go around and feel like people would vote for him. You know, so, like, my own opinion for it, and I would let you say your opinion, too. Sure. My own opinion is just that, you know, my own opinion is just that if you want to actually really venture into politics, look at Obama, look at all these guys. These guys, one way or the other, started from community meetings. You know, they started as, you know, being congressmen. You know, they didn't just jump up one day because, so oh, their country is bad and they're like, oh, let me become president. No, they started from one, from a point. Do you get my point? So, like, sure. I feel like that, that should be like, they should be like a trajectory. You know, you shouldn't just want to just come up, you know, and say, oh, yeah, I want to become president or something, you know. Like, it actually tells a lot how we the use, countries run. You get. Exactly. That's basically, that's basically what I feel, Sha. You know, what do you think about it? What What I basically feel is, I, I wouldn't even blame the woman, like, literally. Because the thing is, if you, the thing that you should look at is the people that are actually like saying okay okay come and run for president for our party like those people they can always get better candidates like they can literally just go find somebody that is like helping doing good good humanitarian work and put the person for candidacy for presidency but like it's just nigeria that's what i'm saying it's just nigeria and the way the country is run everything about nigeria is just oh i know this person or this person knows this person okay then i, I think i'm maybe i might be able to do this thing it's yeah, not very messed up. Yeah. There's no there's no there's no sense of like this you're like, oh, you have this job because you want it, or you have this thing because you want it. It's <laughs> always all. it's always you don't a get connection. Anything on merit yet, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's always a connection. Like like you were saying now, Obama and all this Boris Johnson. If we did not do all the things that he did in all those levels that he went to, and if we did not do well and prove to people that he's good enough, nobody's gonna vote for him. Absolutely, he's not even going to go. He's not even going to win the vote in between his party. Absolutely, that's the thing Absolutely. with that's the that's the difference about Nigeria and all these things. And also, you see, election. I'm not even against all these things, but before Nigeria has to deal with their INEC, everything has to be done right. Like, just try to take all these terrible cheating behaviors. Because the thing is, they already know who the next president is. They're just going <laughs> yeah, to, I, I agree, bro. They are just going to <laughs> put all these people into too much stress i mean we get it everybody should vote everybody should vote i'm not even against election everybody should go and get their pvc and yeah. vote for the right they already know who's going to win they'll yeah. just do all their campaign and do all their accounting and do all of these things they already kind of know who's going to win that's what yeah. i think so yeah. everything is everything is just lack of like um assessing these people that they put up for positions like nobody really cares about what you've done before. As far as you have enough money to choke in one, two, three, four people's mouths, then you can get the position. It doesn't it doesn't matter what you've done before. Like that's the thing about Nigeria. I mean, like if if they can just if we can all just have a rethink of how we can just like put people in position because they deserve it, not just because they know people or just because they are rich or they've been there for a very long time, but because they actually deserve it, that's what matters. And that's what I personally think. But at the end of the day, if the woman truly deserves it, I don't. I mean, that's okay. But if she doesn't, I don't see. I don't see any reason. Well, why according to the news, she's just she's just nominating herself and looking for a better party. You know, like oh, any she party that's willing to. She doesn't have a party. Do you oh. understand? Like she she she, she saying she wants to buy and she's ready to you know align with any political party that is you know willing to let her run, sort of like that. That kind of thing. 
And then that's not that's not a problem. Then if she doesn't have a party, then people that are going to pick her to their party, they should probably evaluate her properly. If they don't of evaluate course. her and they just pick her randomly, then that's that's terrible. That's that's just, that's, 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 just that's the point. That's the point. You know, I'm, that's just I'm terrible. About building capacity. Yeah. You don't just wake up one day and say you want to become president. Excuse <laughs> Bro, me. Everybody wants to become president from childhood now. <laughs> so like you know if you just or nobody say because hey, you don't start one foundation or you they give somehow somehow you want to observe because of my humanitarian this thing politics is not charity it's even more than politics, that yeah politics is administration bro like if you can't administer yeah you, see like you just giving 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 if you reach there go go giving to the give Everything you go on collect them back you you get bro you go collect, you collect them back. And that's that's the tactics these guys use, bro. Like they give, they give, they give, and when they get there, they just pick whatever you know. Like true, so, like true. it's 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 way beyond it's way it's way beyond you just wanting to contest for president. But you have to actually really sit down and understand that politics is grassroots. You know, get involved. You know, at the grassroots yeah. level, and you won't even find it difficult to actually really stand up and say, yeah, okay, this is why. Because people doing. would already know you by then. Of course, people would already know people, you. At the grassroots level, they'll be able to vouch for you and say, "Yeah, we know this person, you know, and we can actually really vouch for this person." You know? True, that's True. it. True. You know, so like another topic I want us to actually really, you know, talk about is, you know, so like the Adele case. You know, I don't know if you're. Oh, the, is it the Davido and his uncle's fight? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. that shit on Twitter. <laughs> you started on Nigerian Twitter, yeah? Bro, I think I think Davido is just out of place, literally. I like I don't I don't like that's just out of place. Literally. Come on, bro. That's your family. It doesn't fucking matter. Even if it's my just fucking yeah. deal with it in your family something. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, that's 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 the thing about politics, you know. Now politics Shit. politics politics doesn't have to you don't have to, you know, destroy your family's image. All the of, of yeah, politics. and what he's doing yeah. there makes no sense to be honest. Because like, makes no come sense, on, bro. come on. That's to me, actually, uncle. I actually share the same sentiments with you because, like, okay, yeah, your uncle wants to run for governor, and your cousin wants to run. Why, I mean, why come, why come and cause rancor? Why come and say, oh yeah, this guy, my mom, my dad fed you. Oh yeah, that is very, you. very oh, stupid. Did this for you now, like guy, that's, bro, like that's that's, that's some pussy ass, you know. You that's what I'm saying. You see. You see, that's why I say Nigeria is everybody in Nigeria feels like they have the right to say this and this or say what's good for this person and what's good for that person and dictate what's the person or what. See, I don't see if I if I'm in politics and I have a family of my that's running for the same position, I wouldn't even be pissed about it. Let the best yeah. one win because if I win, the person wins. If the person wins, I kind of also win because yeah. it's still yeah. one family, still one name, except if they just. Like if the family are not just too close together, but like the way the way the situation is and the way it is on Twitter, I think they are close. But bringing their dirty pants. See, I, Twitter, I don't think I don't think I don't think family thing. being oppositions. You know, I don't think this is actually really the first case of family being oppositions. We have a lot of them. You know, in world politics. You know, in the United States politics. You know, like and nothing like this ever happened, bro. Like you don't. You don't see somebody coming out and say, "Oh, I fed you as a kid. Oh, my dad clothed you, and all these things." You know, like you just, Jeez, you just it's basically you get, bro. Like it's just cheesy, you know, bro. Anything, anything more will be less. That's as cheesy as bullshit, bro. Like bullshit, bro. I mean, you get, bro. This is just you know, my... so like, yeah. This I'm, is just I'm my. Just, 
sorry. This is your what? No, I just want to say like this is just my own personal opinion, but I don't that like Davido is just it just lost like respect for me for that. I mean, he doesn't care about my respect, but like I'm just just putting it out there. Like, come on, <laughs> right? You know, like you know, like but but you know, Nigerians here, you know, what 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 set of loyal people, you know, like. As a fan of Davido or Whiskey now, you know the way Whiskey FC guys do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Say anything is, you see, even if Whiskey is at fault, they would stand for Whiskey. If you you get my point. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Music is a universal language. If you make music, you're not making music for a certain type of people. You're making music mm. for everybody to listen to. And then yeah. a certain type of people then choose to be your fans. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. if 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 they are trying to just say, oh, David is this one and this one, yeah, you're stupid. That's that's their own opinion. I don't I don't care, bro. But like, I think I think loyalty loyalty has to really be like redefined because like yeah. people yeah. tend to people tend to always want to overdo loyalty. You True. know, like even when the person you're being loyal to is doing like the worst or the the know, question the, is the question is do you think it's loyalty or obsession? Mm. Oh well. That's the, the thing. The, the it's, not, it's, the thing is, it's not really. See, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to justify the way people listen to music in Nigeria. But this is my own point of view. Most of it is not really loyalty. It's just obsession with the lifestyle. If you really, 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 really take a look at it, it's just like look at whiskey fans now. Whiskey fans are people that like love whiskey because of its sweetness, its sexiness, right? The way you just get all these girls, how many baby mamas, and all these things. If you listen yeah. to the people that talk about his music on Twitter, they're always rela- relating it to sex, right? Yeah. They're just yeah. obsessed with the ability of whiskey to just be able to, like, be so smooth with women. Look at the, with those fans, right? When I, think, talk- I think it's the, it's the image of themselves, you know. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's the image, image of themselves that they want to be, kind of, yeah. that they yeah. cannot. So it's just very easy to, to just yeah. be obsessed with those type of lifestyle that those like that the celebrities are presenting and but we mistake it for loyalty because abroad if you're if an artist is doing look at r kelly all the stupid shit that he's doing yeah they canceled him bro i was a freaking fan that's, bro. that's the Not thing right now. almost all the like they canceled him like most especially i was having a conversation in my class like last week and this girl was talking about like oh she used to be a, an r kelly fan and this and that like but when they when the all the sexual assault news started coming out, she she lost interest. If you somebody that is in Nigeria, they will not even care about it. Like, yeah, nobody gives a fuck about that. What what what's gullible with that? Exactly, it's just it's oh. obsession. Like we don't we don't we don't like you know all these social media and internet and music. All these things are for enjoyment. They are not to dictate yeah. the way we should react to social matters. They are not to dictate the way we should react to things that disturb us. They're just Absolutely, there to. Yeah. Yeah, they're just there to like distract you and like give you like some sense of relief from what yeah. goes on in your real life. Yeah. It's not it's not meant to be where you run to to go find real life. But that's yeah. what I think most people do. And it's in not Nigeria. I mean it's not a bad thing if it works for you. But it's a terrible thing if you if it doesn't help you see the right things. Like it's a terrible thing if it doesn't help you get your priorities right. It's a terrible thing if it doesn't help you get your moral standards right. Yeah. You know Bro, like these moral standards I just mentioned there, bro, like you know, in Nigeria we tend to always speak moral standards from the from social media. To the extent that people don't even think again, bro. Like, true, bro. Nobody's thinking. Like, all these you know influencers, Insta blog, and all these guys think for people now. You know, imagine you just reading the news. You don't get to process it on your own. You don't get to understand 
what you know and that's why and that's why the politicians use us you know like true because it's very easy to just get us hooked on something exactly exactly very easy exactly 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 so like you know and you know that's those are one of the things i I actually really noticed about it and i i actually said to myself that i don't think i want to be part of this because like the moment you stop thinking and you start letting one media or something think for you or more, that's you're, a big you're problem. Gone. That's you're a gone. big problem. Yeah, that's a and big that's problem. The, that's the big you know, most. That's the thing that is also like I feel like is working Nigerian community now, and I'm not even. I'm see. I'm just saying it. I'm just kind of scared because, bro, our future. I'm not saying it's not good or it's not going to be good. There are still beautiful, amazing people out there, but I'm just saying that like. Based on what I see on Twitter and Instagram and everything, bro, it's kind of scary. Because, like, today you get this person is kidnapped because of rituals. That one is doing this one, that one. Like, people are just getting taken for, like, the slightest things that don't even make sense. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just very, very, very Bro, scary. like, I deleted, I deleted TikTok. I deleted TikTok, um, TikTok from my phone because there was a particular day, you know, like, I scrolled four times and I saw different crazy bullshit stuff you know Shit. like somebody you know like somebody trying to advertise you know how to make money in, in how many days you know putting mm-hmm. calabash nigerians though you know like <laughs> i scored four different times i saw one too and kiniko kayamanta all those kind of things like i'm like oh what the fuck the thing, like, is, the thing is see yeah the people that we are actually trying to imitate yeah these people are making money off of these things you see all these, you see all these TikTok stars. They are making bastard money in this country. Oh, bastard I'm money. Telling you the truth, but in Nigeria, they're not giving us any money. So why would you want to put all your energy into all those shit? I'm not saying you should not use it though. Use it, enjoy it. I mean, embrace it, but don't, don't like. I mean, that's just, just painful, bro. It's painful, bro. Like, bro, like, I feel like, I, I feel like we're messed up already, but we could, we could actually really, you know, and that, and that's why I think, that's why I think mediums like this can help, you know. Because like when 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 one or two persons listen to this, they could pass it along to other people, and you know, you don't have to really tell people what to do. You just have to like, just ignite some sort of like, you know. Point, yeah. You cannot even tell anybody what to do because everybody's already their own yeah, master. Exactly. Like everybody thing, feels the like thing, they're doing everything. The only thing I feel like one can do to actually really change society is just to you know just ignite some sort of like conversation. Yeah, yeah. So and something they'll keep on thinking about and actually really realize that oh yeah, I think I should True. change. You know, True. but you can't really tell people that oh don't use social media, don't do this, don't do this. You know, the more you tell them not to do things, according to psychology, the more you tell people not to do things, you the know, more they want to do it. Yeah, the more they want to do these things. So like the only thing we can do is what we just done now. No. Just, invite yeah. you know let them see reasons why they shouldn't do some certain things you know in order for them to actually really be true you know so my guy we're trying to like you know we're, we're almost overshooting time so like i just want to no hear, worries you can keep talking i just want to hear i also want to hear what you think about um the artists that you look look up to you know i know um, i some artists yeah Gerard, but... uh generally i i look up to mr easy that's my number one inspiration that's the person that like made music very, very interesting to me. Because, like, when Mr. Easy came out, in, and I was still in Nigeria then, I would literally just... That's the only song I downloaded from Waptrick. I would just uh-huh. literally listen to him all day and night. And, yeah, Mr. Easy, Lady Donnelly. Um, Whiskey mm-hmm. is also a big influence because I like his like his style of music. It's very 
beautiful, easy. Um, yeah, those are the people that like influence me majorly. I think. What do you think about Buju? Oh, Buju, Buju is amazing. Oh, Buju's voice is beautiful. Mm. I like Buju's musical. Oh, that's not even the cap, bro. Which is beautiful. And I would love to work with Buju at some point in my career. But that's when the career starts. That's for April. That's for when April comes. Yeah. But Buju is, Buju is beautiful. Buju is very, very good. Grandma 2 is amazing. Um, All these other artists that are just coming out too. I'm even see, Nigerian music industry is even changing. Just look at the name of people that are like coming out, like the type of music that we're even releasing now. The likes of like the Psycho YP and all these new artists that are coming. Yeah. Yeah. They are going to take Afrobeat and just put it on the world map. That like when they start doing all these Grammys and all these awards, they just there's no it's not like we have to wait for years and years before we get another nomination. It's going to be yearly now. Because like yeah. even to release music in Nigeria is tough. Because if your music doesn't slap, it doesn't yeah. go anywhere. Like it doesn't go anywhere, bro. It doesn't go anywhere. So like yeah. everything is just it's just exciting. And it just keeps you like grounded to do your work and put like all the energy in that you need to get yeah. the perfect song out. Oh wow, that's that's interesting. You know, like yeah. so, like you like you like you mentioned the other time. You look forward to working with Buju. Which other artists do you look forward to working? You know, in um, um, to be honest, I don't just Buju. Maybe Rema. I look forward to working with Rema because I think that our style. Is kind of similar, but not sound wise, but yeah. just like um, the way we construct our music, the way we like put the music together. I think it's kind of similar, but you people will get to understand that when my EP drops. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's kind of similar. So uh, I was gonna get, I was gonna get back to your EP too. You know, like I just want you to drop some like exclusives for us, like okay, probably so, some part of you know some part of like the music. Okay, so the the song is the track list is ten songs. I only have one future, but the future is it, I have two futures, but it's just with one person. Is okay. like, one of that guy. I literally went to the studio and the, my producer in, like invited him, and we met on that day, and we just made a song, bam, and we just like vibed and clicked straight. Boom, oh, wow. and we just we just became friends, and we decided to make another song again, and that song oh, wow. made it to the EP. So yeah. Two songs, um, ten songs, two features. I also have like a little interlude. My brother did that for me. I didn't even know he could sing. Amazing, no oh, rap. Wow. I didn't even know he could rap. Very, very amazing. He did it about. He did the um song about high school. It's about like Goma days, but it's, it's beautiful. It's very, wow. very, 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 very amazing. And um, yeah, I uh, you also have a uh, a photo book coming. I'm working on a photo book for my project just to kind of like document like the recording process, what it takes. That's to... interesting, man. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I think yeah, I think wow. a photo book would be a different angle because I look I looked at like previous Afro projects that I've dropped and nobody has really documented their process of making their yeah. projects. They just make the project and release. That's why I also feel like we don't appreciate Afro music a lot. Because we don't appreciate these artists. We just obsess over the lifestyle. We don't obsess over the artistry. Hard work. Hmm. Yeah. Nobody obsesses over like, oh, these guys are putting... They just want to see them rich and driving fancy cars. That's not hmm. the way it is. Yeah. In this place, they appreciate everything. You hmm. drop photo book, they buy. 
You drop merch, mm. they buy. You drop um, mm. video, they watch. You drop documentary videos, they watch. You make Netflix bro. That's series. that's some that's some they wise watch. business. That's some wise business. I, I like I like the fact that exactly like the fact that over the years you have actually really infused you know I just learning the music business you know bro. because you know when you actually me? release a product you have to actually really think about understand the byproduct, it right byproducts yeah. that would come with it which exactly. is like the photo book and all those things you know like. Bro, that's that's really interesting, man. That's really interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited for this project too. And everybody that I've told or shown was like was on ground now. They are also like excited about it, and that which Bro, is I like which is which is a good sign for me because like if I'm showing one, two, three people, and the thing is, I've not even the larger percentage of people that have seen the project that I'm working on. Most of them are not Africans. Like ninety percent of them are like white people and all these other type like people other type of people from other countries right and they it like immediately they understand the message like and i'm just it's just me singing in my nigerian voice my nigerian broken english i'm not even trying to be international and they they already like get the story get the concept of the project coming so which i think is something that is very very interesting that people can see where you're going when it's not even at the final point yet so yeah i got the um photo book coming I'm working with Kian on that and oh, wow. um, some other things too that are also like coming with the project. I'm trying to do like a music video, maybe one or two, hopefully before April we can get that done. But yeah, hopefully school doesn't keep me too busy so I can also like, you know, do some one or two things in my music career too. But yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully bro, like this. I'm so excited for you, honestly. Yeah. Bro, like, I'm excited like, too, thanks. It looks, like, it looks like everything is really stacked right now and the stage is almost set, you know. Bro, the stage I, is almost set. See, the thing is, I had... I I was meant to release one project last year, but I couldn't because of personal reasons. But this one, it's going to be amazing and it's going to be beautiful. And I just, I'm just so excited. And everybody that is part of this project too, they are excited as well. And I'm also grateful for everybody that has like put their hands together to help me get this thing out and yeah when it's out i know people are going to love it 10 songs rap bro we can't wait bro and of course would would have you here again bro like yeah you get like definitely and you know i used to tell you bro like you have to really come up with a strategy to actually really penetrate the nigerian market yeah yeah i am because you know if if the way i did it is the 10 songs yeah four of those five of those songs are rap five of those songs are like afro singing songs right so I yeah. think it's going to be a free-for-all. You get to choose what you want to listen to. If you are feeling what rap you today, you just listen to the rap. If you are feeling like melodic songs, you listen to the melodic ones. So it's going to be like comfortable for any for people to listen to. And also, I'm also going to try to push the narrative of appreciating the artistry with my project, oh, yeah. which I think is going to be something that is very new for Afrobeat. I would like and would help people like appreciate artists more than their lifestyle. Because like mm. people like Lady Donley should also be almost on the level like Whiskey and appreciated like Whiskey. People like Thames. Bro, and... Lady Donley is underrated. I that's what I'm just, saying. You know, she's just because... decided to stay out there, you know, like that's, she doesn't that's... want to really go mainstream. But the thing is she doesn't have to go mainstream to be appreciated. Like any like yeah, you mm. see people that sing R and B and people that sing rock and people that sing emo. Like look at mm-hmm. um Linas. He sings pop. Mm. He doesn't have to do anything to be mainstream. He just does what he wants to do. Right, that's the way it should be. Yeah. yeah, and it's appreciated. So I'm trying to like also try to push the narrative of appreciating artists for the general that you're singing, not because you don't, not because they're not singing the Afro beats that everybody likes. So they don't, they should not be famous like everybody. So I'm just trying to bridge that gap, that gap, sorry, 
and yeah. like like bring everybody to one same mindset of appreciating the music and then also appreciating the arts and then appreciating the lifestyle because i think oh. lifestyle should come last because everybody's lifestyle should be the number one thing my lifestyle should not be what you like really fucking want to know about of if course I'm, bro you know like if i'm showing you my music at least get to enjoy the music first and then we can get yeah. very like deep into the lifestyle Connected. yeah yeah, yeah. Which is which is which is a very good thing. It's a lot of work, bro. Though, like, I think, bro, it's like, I'm so beautiful. So excited that you are excited, and I'm so excited that that I'm looking forward to you know Thanks, all man. this stuff. Thanks, you know, and I and I hope and pray that everything works. You know, as planned. Grace, it will. It will. April. It will in Jesus' name. It will. Yeah, yeah. So like, you guys should expect you know an EP from my guys. Did you tell us? You didn't tell us the name of your EP. Oh, the EP is Blonde Segment. Blonde, Blonde segment. segment. Yeah. That sounds that sounds really ulti, bro. Oh, like, bro. Looks like you inspired like by really done your research, bro. I have, bro. I have. I have. Blonde segment volume one. It's gonna drop April. The date will be out soon when we finalize some of the little details. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. So like you guys you guys should look forward to blonde segment, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Blonde segment and you know, like you guys are gonna you guys are really going to enjoy this one. I it's promise you because my guy. You know, Talk like I'm endorsing my guy right now, Blonde Segment Volume <laughs> Thanks, One. Son. You know, so like you guys should actually really stay tuned. You know, like yeah. at the end of this podcast, he'll give his IG handles. You guys could follow him. You know, yeah, and, of course. You know, and even if you have any questions for him again, we could always bring him. Now, my guy, even if he blew tomorrow, that's still <laughs> my guy. Ah, that's so, still, like, bro. Basically, you know, you know like, you forget anybody. He would always, he would always come around, and of course, you know, everything will pure. You know, so like, um, what what do you have to say to guys? You know, um, you know, because we're, we're we're almost joined the cutting. You know, so yeah. sure. Um, thank thank you guys for um listening today, and thank you Tommy Wa for having me on your um podcast. Um, you guys can follow me on IG on Twitter at um Timmy TGB. You should also listen to some of the music I've put out. I put out one song last year and one song the year before. Just um go on Spotify, Apple Music, or any um store that you have on your phone. And search for Timmy Iphen TGB, and you see my songs there, and you can just keep streaming before the blonde segment drops. Um, this evening at eight thirty p.m., I'm having another freestyle titled "Guys." That's, that's what time in Nigeria? That's what um, time that's is. that's probably like two thirty a.m. I'm sorry, guys, but when you wake up on Saturday morning, it's gonna be there for you on SoundCloud. The link is gonna Saturday be in my bio. Second of January, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The link is going to be in my bio on Instagram and my bio on Twitter. You can always listen and always give, leave a comment, leave reviews. I'm always open to listen to everybody's thought about my music, what you think I can improve, because everybody's always learning, right? So just tell me what you want, and I'll try to give you what you want. So thank you guys for having me one more time again, and hopefully I can come back soon. Of course, bro, of course. Yeah, so um, you guys, thank you so very much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, you know, had Timmy Lane with me, Timmy, you know, TGB, and we were able to have very, very wonderful discussions around, you know, Afrobeat and politics in Nigeria. Of course, you know, and you guys should look forward to his coming, you know, EP, you know, Blonde Segment Volume 1. It's going to be 100. So, like, you guys can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BCM Pod, and you guys shouldn't hesitate to, hesitate to share, you know, like and share the podcast. And, of course, you can follow me on Instagram too, you know, at T-O-M underscore W-A-A. Tomiwa, but the high is in there. So T-O-M underscore W-A-A. You know, thank you so very much, guys. And, you know, we'll talk to you soon, yeah? Bless.
Yeah, Timmy. Yeah, thank you so very much, man. I appreciate my. No worries, bro. This is this is amazing. I'm excited to even be part of this podcast, and I'll look forward to coming coming back. Don't worry, I'll even do some research and like throw you some topics because I'm. I I personally think I want to have a podcast of my own too because I like to talk too much these days. So. I'll bro, just let's, like let's, let's think let's, about let's it. Let's actually really do something, bro. Like you know, yeah. Could be I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely game. I'm game still. I'll just like do some research, get some topics, and I'll let you know if I was. Gonna... All right, bro. all right, bro. all right, man. Thanks, man. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, enjoy your evening, bro. Yes, man. Yeah, bro.